Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. I'm Fatima. I'm Sharon. And I'm Jillian. So let's just jump right in. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, first of all. Uh, We're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions and goals. You want to take it away, Jill? I'm quitting smoking. (laughs) You quit smoking? (laughs) And vaping? And vaping. My parents don't know I ever started. Um... Yeah, no, that's my, that was supposed to be, like, that's my New Year's resolution. I'm not going to smoke anymore, because honestly, like, my bank account can't handle it. Um, It's expensive. It It actually adds up. I never, I never really knew how much until you meet someone who actually regularly smokes. (laughs) It's an investment. I spent over a thousand dollars on the vapes that i smoke those envy apexes i started smoking them in april i've spent over a grand on them really oh my lord that's actually insane yeah, yeah. like well, girl we're gonna check in on in on you <laughs> for that yeah everybody's like, holding you, you accountable yes. i know yeah and every time you smoke a vape or a cig you're giving us five bucks each Philip oh, included <laughs> so yeah no that's my only goal honestly um well i guess i'm like by the time this is out i'll be finished real estate courses as well so i'll be licensed oh that's awesome congrats Mm -hmm. to jill so what are your professional uh resolutions slash goals i guess i just want to you know sell some houses um i would love for people to hire me (laughs) (laughs) um yeah no i don't know i just kind of want to like jump right into it and get in the swing of things and um and go like full steam ahead like i i don't want to like pussyfoot around it like (laughs) (laughs) very well said i love it (laughs) what's so funny about that it's a saying girl um yeah no i just want to dive right in i feel like it's been like a long time coming and i'm just like ready to get the ball rolling the ball rolling yeah what about you girl um okay well you looked at me so i'll go (laughs) (laughs) um personal goals are like i feel like this is the goal every year kind of but i'm really gonna actually hold myself accountable and i have you ladies to hold me accountable to is overall health like just putting myself first i feel like putting my health first will be putting myself first so just focusing on my daily routines having healthier daily routines like what i consume like physically and mentally and um yeah just also working on um what i'm eating what i'm drinking trying to just not really watch it but just i just want to feel overall better i feel like Mm -hmm. there's been so many times where i feel so exhausted and like so lazy and i feel like it has so much to do with my daily routines and what i'm eating and what i'm watching and now that i have social media i feel Mm -hmm. like i'm always constantly on my phone and i just don't want to be like that um so that's kind of my personal goal um in terms of professional um i have like my two sectors so for my real estate professional goals i really want to work on my branding and um just kind of grow my real estate portfolio personally as well like in terms of investments and intertwine that with the clients i work with and then for my other work which is logistics um I'm going to have to build my book of business coming this year. Mm -hmm. So it'll just be kind of, um, yeah, just getting clients for that and really trying to launch that as well. I feel like they both go well together. Like it's both sales positions, both positions that have to do with life, essentially, because real estate is where we live. 
logistics is everything else like everything yeah. we eat everything we buy a lot of necessities mm-hmm. essentially yeah, exactly yeah. with like homes uh the logistics people need stuff <laughs> and find out where to get the stuff and where it goes and what share that you're stuff so insightful i'm so yeah. intelligent <laughs> so beautifully said like you just took the words right out of my mouth but yeah oh that's gosh. basically it for personal and professional so you want to like buy somewhere like houses like actually like invest in yes some real estate. okay yeah. yeah i want to talk about that later because me too <laughs> but sharon you, you go so sort of like fatima i would like to focus on sort of my health my mental health my physical health i find that i get at least this year i was so in a rut in working every day just having the same cycle of waking up eating sleeping shitting tmi um, and then sleeping again. pretty girls don't shit sorry guys um and yeah essentially i feel like i go numb and i'm not as conscious when i'm sort of in this rut and not you know meditating or talking to myself <laughs> not, not, <laughs> like, not having full-on conversations with me yeah um essentially being a little bit more conscious and in the moment and more in- intuitive with what i eat and my physical exercise and things like that just being more conscious of the present and not worrying about the past too much not worrying about the future too much because realistically from yeah. what i've heard actually from joe dispensa um not to quote exactly, but from the book called How to Become Supernatural or Becoming Supernatural. He discusses the difference between like the past, present, and future. And essentially, the future doesn't really exist. The pr- future is essentially the present, but at a later time. So I would like to focus more on present times and working on developing myself in that way. Other than that, professionally, I would like to do a little bit more with my real estate career. I've been starting to set a foundation for myself this year and I would like to work a little bit more with investors and start yep. with investment investing in real estate myself. So there's a lot going on with the real estate industry right now. So it's been pretty interesting. And then in regards to professional as well, I do have a small business that I would like to reintroduce as I've been kind of revamping it behind the scenes. So that will be sort of another story for another day mm-hmm. but yeah what were you yeah. gonna say um okay so i was reading this thing the other day that like kind of blew my mind a little bit and it's like when you said like you know talking to yourself like that kind of made me think of it but um basically it's like this oh, what was it called um it's like the way that like you think so like this is gonna drive me crazy where did um, you read it from it was okay so it started i saw a tweet and i was like "Mm, that can't be right and i like researched it so i was like "Mm, that sounds fucking weird but um so like when you guys think do you kind of like narrate your life like do you Mm -hmm. think in like full and complete sentences like like or do you think in more that is really yeah yeah. it's like an inner inner monologue that's what it is so an inner monologue So, so for me it's both and I if I'm deliberately talking to myself like oh that guy's a fucking idiot like I will hear yep. my voice but <clears throat> if I'm having actual thoughts or like if if it's like you, you got to use your instinct in a certain situation yeah. it is almost um like abstract there's a term for it so it's called clear cognizance that's more so the psychic ability but I'm sure there's a word that describes yeah. the knowing of something yeah. that just immediately comes to you yeah like okay so think of it this way like if I were to tell you to like think about an apple like would you picture like kind of like 
like a vague like image or like like an emoji level detail or like would you picture like a detailed apple like it was sitting in front of your face taken so with like a professional when you photograph. said apple i just for me it was a very fuzzy picture picture of an apple a red apple okay. it was a for me it was a real apple too like not an yeah. emoji or anything yeah okay so like for me like it would be like a super like over the top like detailed like like i would like picture it like oh, i'm staring okay. at it like right now um, but I was talking with my friends about this because I think like people around our age, like for the most part, do have like inner monologues um, because I think that's kind of how we're taught to like think in school. Like it's mm, it's like critical thinking skills and stuff. There's like some negatives, too. But I, I don't know. It just blew my mind because like when I walk around in the day, like I narrate everything to myself basically in my head. Like I think in like full and complete sentences, like I don't just like like when I like experience an emotion like it's not just like a like a vague like sense of like happiness I like think to me, like oh my god that makes me happy like yeah. that's kind of what goes on in my head um but my I was talking to my parents and like they seem to think in like much more like vague like abstract ways like their thoughts are very abstract interesting um but I don't know I, I was like reading apparently like 30 percent of people have inner monologues where like they basically narrate their own lives and it's not like a natural human thing to think like that it's like a trained way of thinking really yeah Yeah. i think so um i don't remember growing up at least as far as i can think of as a child i don't remember having these internal monologues growing up Mm -hmm. i feel like i've always just knew something or it just came into my head or if i think about you know cutting a cucumber or something like that always the references right (laughs) um I just think of doing it. It's just, I never think of, oh, Sharon is about to cut a cucumber. cucumber. It's just really weird. I feel like, I feel, honestly, I feel like I have a mix as well, but I do like actually sometimes have like, let's say I've experienced something and it just won't leave my mind. So I'll just keep like, reiterating it let's say it's a fight or argument with somebody but mm-hmm. in my in yeah, my head okay. i'm hearing both sides like i'm making yeah. both sa- like I, both voices, voices. yeah, yeah i, I can too. hear yeah so that's a characteristic yeah yeah so that's characteristic of like an inner monologue but like i just thought it was so weird so i think it's like a lot of it is like um inner monologues come from being like taught to read aloud before you learn to read yeah. like stuff like that and and it's like critical thinking like actually thinking through like processes and stuff but like i just thought it was so interesting because it's not natural and like it makes sense like ophelia and naya and, and taro like they, they're not <laughs> like, thinking in sentences right they're just like hungry food that. like squirrel <laughs> yeah they're like oh my god something to kill yeah. like but like they don't have you know like they don't have like the complexities to think like that so i guess it makes sense that we naturally don't i just i like, don't always know have. i feel like taro looks at me sometimes like he's saying this fucking imbecile taro knows what's <laughs> up same with ophelia taro. honestly like <laughs> Ophelia knows what she's doing. <laughs> so it's interesting because we, when you mentioned the reading, we are taught to read, right? But mm-hmm. like when we have independent reading time, we're taught to read in our head. So I feel like that's sort of where yeah. it derives from. Yeah. I think it's like you learn how to sound out the words first and yeah. like and like when you're like, learning okay, to speak and read. Head. And then they're like, now do that in your head. Like read aloud internally. <laughs> so it, it's funny because um, this is really random, but in Farsi, the language my parents speak and I was one, one of my first languages is whenever let's say growing up i was taught a prayer to read and my parents would teach us to read it they'd be like translating it to do read it in your head they'd say uh to delete like would that translate to directly as like to your um like in your heart essentially Mm -hmm. which is interesting yeah well not in your head so i thought that'd be 
interesting to mention what do you guys think about that do you have anything like that in your language um not that i know like not that anything that comes to mind immediately but yeah i feel like whenever you are saying a prayer it is like or something meaningful like that it is yeah you are always the idea taught behind it is it's supposed to come from your heart and your soul like well even not even just prayers but like essentially saying something in your head yeah i don't know like i the only thing that's coming to my mind is like the only thing I'm associating is maybe sometimes in movies, <laughs> like, you know, when the characters are thinking out mm-hmm. loud, like they're yeah. putting a voice to the way they're like thinking. A voice maybe over. we mimic that. I'm not. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like there's a lot of that growing up, especially with cartoons. Yeah. yeah. I think like I literally think the way like someone like would narrate a book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's like what an audio book. <laughs> like literally just... like when like when like someone's like thinking in a book and they put it in like italics. Like yeah. I think that's what goes on in my head 24 seven. Like even when you guys are talking yeah. to me now, I'm like formulating a response. Like, <laughs> I'm like, like thinking your, about what I'm going to say next. Yeah. Okay. Like, got it. <laughs> and like so, I'm like adjusting. Essentially our internal monologue is us reading our own audiobook of our life to ourselves yeah yeah basically it's just it's just yeah like you're like a self-narrating person like you just walk and you're like oh look a plant (laughs) so is that what you wanted to say when you were like oh i have something to say when i mentioned talking to myself yeah because like because i learned that like so many people don't have internal monologues and i was like and i also know that so many people don't talk to themselves which Mm -hmm. i find is crazy because i all the time yeah i always do i'm always i'm (laughs) always talking to myself like there's always whether it's quietly or sometimes i've caught myself like actually saying it out loud (laughs) oh do you remember there was a time i was actually with sharon and like we were just doing something and all of a sudden i hear her go that's interesting (laughs) i literally burst into i was like sharon what's interesting like she's like no i was just thinking about something and part of it came out loud and i thought that was hysterical oh my god i was you caught me i was like so embarrassed i was like oops but i always do and i always have like little murmurs that actually end up coming out loud and i'm like did i actually just say this well (laughs) even i feel like part of it is not just physically talking to yourself but like meditating in a way and just um thinking to yourself and reflecting i think that Mm -hmm. is super important and i feel like a lot of people don't do that enough well you know what like the people who don't do that kind of thing like it's like a critical thinking skill like it it helps you in like so many aspects of your life because it's like okay this is how like i can like kind of like chill out like this is how i can work through like a tough decision like i know like i go back and forth like in my head 24 7 like if i'm like even like right now with my work thing like i think we were talking about it earlier like I have two companies that want me basically like on a full-time Ooh, basis and I need to pick, right? And wow. like pros and cons to both, like one pays better, but it's in a different field. One's pays worse, but it's in my field that I really love, like blah, blah, blah. So for probably like a week now, I've been like going back and forth, like working through every possible outcome in my head, like a crazy person. <laughs> like a normal person as you should. It is, yeah. I find that a lot of people, I mean, spontan. how do you pronounce it? spontaneity spontaneity yeah. yeah yeah so a lot of people live by that which i think is awesome in a in um entertainment and leisure aspect but mm-hmm. i feel like when you're making these critical decisions yeah. a little bit really, chaotic it really honestly <laughs> you really have to do the reflecting and consider the pros the cons and mm-hmm. just see what really works for you because i feel like just being in the spur of the moment is not always the best option unless you're following the gut yeah your gut your instincts that's a different story but i feel like that's still in a way reflecting and kind of being in tune with yourself yeah yeah like definitely and like my mom and i were talking about this like the other day and like she's kind of like that right like we've had a billion conversations about how chaotic my mother is and 
like someone's like oh do you want to do this like weird crazy thing that's going to take up all your time and she's like yep done like no thoughts whatsoever she just like jumps in no thoughts her mother has (laughs) no no thoughts thoughts. (laughs) it's blank up here (laughs) she just like jumps into things but like she like trusts her gut and she's like she just walks in like you know balls deep no regrets like let's get this done balls deep, i can't I fucking do that like oh my god the stress that would cause me well, you know but what? like she follows her gut and it works out for her i feel like from what you've told told me your mom mother is a very your mom mother mommy mommy is a very spiritual yeah. person yeah. i feel like yeah, she's super she in tune with herself she she sees ghosts i love it it's it's she, what's honestly driving her to make these decisions yeah her thought process just it's, might look different than exactly yeah. i think it's like you so, or, me or someone else I yeah think that, yeah they're the thought it's process so is different but i feel like she goes more with the feeling i feel like she mm-hmm. probably follows more of her like heart chakra yeah the, instead of more so maybe the crown where you're thinking and things like that yeah and maybe even a little bit of the third eye but i feel mm-hmm. like she's really in tune with herself which i find that a lot of people aren't and a lot of people actually envy. So kudos to your mom because that's yeah, amazing. Definitely. Like, it's she's, really hard to she's do that. A bala. <laughs> she's a baller. She's a Her mom's a gangster uh, for real. <laughs> she is. She's real cool. But um, but yeah, no, I just thought like that like whole thing was like so interesting. And I'm like, my mom definitely. We're gonna get her on the show me. one day. Yeah, yeah. She'll oh be my at, gosh, our she first. Will be. She's for so sure. camera shy, guys. She'll like sit in the corner. And be like, Hi. She also Hi. always like whenever she poses, she always puts her arms back. Oh, oh I love her. That's so she's so cute. <laughs> uh, that'll be her signature um, pose. Pose yeah. for the podcast. I think yeah. actually, like what you just brought up is such an interesting conversation. Like we're right around the holidays. I feel like that is something we all should while we're having the holiday dinner mm-hmm. or whatever our traditions are which we should actually talk about too yeah, we'll talk about um that. we should ask some everybody like think of an apple or think of a random object and see what everybody thinks mm-hmm. like how they visualize it and compare yeah each other's way we'll compile some data for you guys yeah. and see what people <laughs> we'll really let you think. know we'll, we'll give you some statistics <laughs> yeah <laughs> But yeah, your family thinks. <laughs> so yeah, tell me about your holiday traditions yeah. uh, around this time of year, which is December right now. For you guys asking, yeah. twenty twenty two. If this is the future, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're yeah we're already oh ahead. Um, Jill, I feel like do you want to start off family mm, traditions? Sure, girl. Um, <laughs> so um, honestly, real booze heavy. Um, me and my stepdad yeah. have a couple uh, little traditions. Um every so we just started this tradition last year brand new but we're we're rolling with it it's awesome um <laughs> on december 23rd my stepdad's christmas present to the whole family um he takes us down to like niagara on the lake uh we get real bougie hotel rooms um we go for a bar crawl we send my mom my mom doesn't drink at all we so we send her off to do something else while literally everyone <laughs> in my family gets blackout drunk <laughs> And then we go for like a ridiculously nice meal at a really fancy restaurant. So she's the emergency contact. She's the emergency. Yeah, she's like she DDs she's us if yeah. it's like if we're too drunk. Like she's great. My mom's awesome. Very good DD. Um, but yeah, we do that on the twenty third. We we just get like blackout drunk and then eat the fanciest meal that we're gonna have that year. <laughs> that year, it's amazing. We waited twelve um, months for this. Like, literally, I'm fucking shit face. Oh, last year they had um, roasted red pepper garlic mashed potatoes. Oh, that's I, like, oh yum! Oh my god! It like it, it changed yeah. my life. I've never eaten something so good. Um, so we do that on the twenty third, and then we head home in the morning on the twenty fourth, and then on the twenty fourth. My poor mother gets to cook and and, and she's not a cook either. Like she hates doing it. I think we're actually going to start catering, but she cooks and everything. Me and my stepdad go on another bar crawl. Um, 
then we usually bring the rest of my family. Um, and then we go home. We have Christmas dinner together with like everyone. Um, I usually get cut off and sent to bed. <laughs> Um, sometimes we do like gingerbread houses, whatever. And then Christmas morning, um, my stepdad and I wake up at like five in the morning and we start drinking. Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. It's a weekend of drink. Or we go on a I'm bender. I'm going to need a vlog of that. Yeah. It's honestly, it's fun. Like la- so a couple Christmases ago, I, I got cut off at nine and sent to bed and I woke up. AM or PM? PM. <laughs> Believe it or not. Um, and then I woke up at three in the morning and I started puking because I was hammered. Um, and then my stepdad got up at five and he he's like oh you uh bad hangover i'm like yeah he goes you know I'll fix that i'm like what's that buddy it was guinness i'm like all right <laughs> let's, let's get after it and we watched bohemian rhapsody back to back twice slugged like eight beers and then cooked christmas breakfast for my family oh my, oh my. that is that. the tradition yeah the honestly tradition. like we're uh it's a family of degenerates <laughs> <laughs> i love that what about mm-hmm. you share um, so my family doesn't do anything as special as that. That is <laughs> something of its own. I love it. Um, every year, my family makes sure to get together and we do like a secret Santa. Um, yeah, we just make some food and just vibe out. Nothing in particular, but they've been doing that every year since they came to Canada. So they are very persistent in making sure everybody's here. Everybody participates. Um, it's been such a special time every year for them. So. Mm-hmm. That's Ever beautiful. Yeah, super that's sweet, awesome. super cute. What's your role? Like, do you do any of the c- cooking or baking? Um, or every few years, I find that I do the cooking. Like a few years ago, I helped with the turkey. This year, um, me and my boyfriend are cooking for my whole family, and it's the nice. first year where um, majority of my family, like everybody, has like a partner. Nice. So it's super cute. Oh, I feel like nice. our family is like slowly growing. My brother's getting married in July, so we're super excited. That's going to be an even more interesting Christmas, I think. So we're excited about that. I love that. Yeah. I, I feel like that's kind of similar to us. So um yeah, we do secret we do secret Santa now because before we did gifts for everybody, but mm-hmm. that's just too much. So the only <clears throat> person that gets gifts from everybody are kids. Yes. So Adam and well, Rajiv's little sister is now an adult, so but she still probably will. <laughs> she just turned eighteen. Um, so we do Secret Santa, and then usually my m- mom and I and my sister we like make the food and the baking. And you guys know I love to cook, so mm-hmm. I try to actually take over a little bit. But I share this phase too. We just make a lot of food, and um, this year we're like just trying to figure out how we're gonna blend two families or are we gonna do one day at this family's house and one day at this family's house so it's just a lot of making decisions now yeah and slowly developing traditions since we're pretty newly married still and still trying to figure out how to intertwine both families yeah that's That's what i'm actually excited about when i'm getting married i feel like i'm able to kind of take the reins on these things and I really love how you decorate your house and that you do the cooking and things yeah. like that. And I'm actually super excited for that when I have my own home and I'm married. And that those these are the types of things I look for. <coughs> when Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Not a subtle hint at all. <laughs> I got a ring pinked out. Honey. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. Yeah. Honestly, I like I love hosting. Like I love yeah. um, I don't really do our Christmas dinner. Um sometimes i'll do like the ham i am not like a turkey lover um and my stepdad and i get in like a bitch fit every year about what we're gonna eat at christmas and we we actually just started doing kind of like hors d'oeuvres and stuff um but my brother's also a vegan right 
And my parents can't wrap their head around it. They're like, okay. oh, Connor, like, this should work for you. There's only eggs in it. I'm like, then it's not that vegan. Is. And she's like, oh, well, this one's uh, milk chocolate. I'm like, my, like, come on. Like, it's in the fucking name. Like, try harder. So, so I generally do, like, cooking for my brother. Um, yes. So he gets fed, like, good food. That's sweet of you. Um, and then, like, sometimes I'll help with, if it's, if I'm, like, being really particular about what we're having, I'll help with it. Um, but I always do Friendsgiving. I cook Friendsgiving for my friends every October. Um, And I do, like, a huge thing. We did a potluck one year, and everyone brought, like... I was not impressed. <laughs> like I was unimpressed. Like, what the like fuck is this? I'm like, okay, fired guys, as my friend. friend. Yeah, literally. I'm like, guys, I'm gonna cook like a big giant ham and like a couple of sides. Like you guys do appetizers, you bring dessert. I'm expecting like apple crumble, pecan pie, pumpkin pie, like any of those would have been fine. Like like classic Thanksgiving yeah. stuff. You have like, like a Thanksgiving registry. <laughs> I know I should have. Just, I have for appetizers, you're like, ooh, pogos. I'm like, fuck. Oh my god. god. Like I'm so mad. So it pissed me off so much. I did the entire thing the next year. <laughs> so I cooked like a huge ham. I, I make like real good mashed potatoes. Um but I did like all like the traditional fixings, did some asparagus. I had a charcuterie board as like nice. the app. And I was like, you guys are not fucking like I made a pie from scratch. I'm like, you guys are not ruining my holidays with your whack ass <laughs> non-traditional food. Ideas. Yeah. Um, it makes me uh, think I we wanted to do an uh, episode of us doing oh, the Thanksgiving. ASMR. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not oh, does quite, ASMR? No. What is it mukbang. called? Mukbang. mukbang yeah. yeah. Where we're cooking. And that would have been fun. That would have been. Well, actually, so busy. Um, even speaking about it, like maybe we'll for our christmas idea even though we have to push it to the new year we'll like do a little video or something yeah for everybody. we could do like a valentine's day mukbang oh yes pink hot wings yes pink oh, hot wings I'm like chocolate eight covered pounds of chocolate covered Ooh, strawberries sexy yeah. literally my Wait favorite to see food what ever. we wear <laughs> Sure. <laughs> it'll be on our i'm not even gonna say it never mind <laughs> I'm on our only friends <laughs> only friends <laughs> only friends oh my gosh yeah we'll have to do that it'll be fun i'm excited for that mm-hmm. do you guys have anything big coming up in the new year um big things coming up in the new year well, i'm stunned I, for us. Oh, she's stunned. <laughs> I'm stunned. Um, i haven't thought that far yet <laughs> oh my god well i mean like i'm you know i'll be done my real estate license yeah. so i gotta get some like I don't know. I think I'm going to steal some of Melon's clients. Like, <laughs> <laughs> although actually I just had that uh, conversation with a potential client who's going to wait for me to get licensed. So that's nice. Um, yeah. Some career changes. Like I yep. think I'm, you know, going full time at this uh, job in like a different industry, but um, I think it'll be good. I'm saving up for a house. My best friend and I are going to buy a house together. So like how else does one afford a house these days? Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I'm moving like to Toronto, which will. But You're I moving mean, to Toronto? Oh my god, you guys don't know this? No, yeah, not till like not till like the summer. Oh, I'm hard. We have a few. You did mention it before, so that's why I'm not so really? stunned. But I forgot. you're just a bad listener. <laughs> you're yeah. a bad friend, Sharon. Um, oh my god, we have a few months. It's only Toronto. I'm still gonna be close. Yeah, and like I'm still obviously gonna like come out for this kind of like I'm not gonna like abandon for this kind you guys. of stuff. So, <laughs> I'm gonna hang out with you guys 24 seven. I'm not abandoning you. Like it feels like it. It's it's 40 more minutes. 40 more minutes. I'll hop on the train. Do you know where we are? I'll train to... in... Yeah, I know. I know where we are. <laughs> We're in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I'm, I'm i just feel like 23 is the time to be like a city girl you know no 23 is the time to do like 23 and me and shit and stay at home <laughs> i well i'm gonna do 23 and me too, i almost no. started singing that 
Taylor Swift song and then I just realized I shouldn't do that because it's I don't know about you I'm feeling 22 not 23 wrong, yeah, wrong age God. um yeah no I'm just I'm just, I don't know my friend's going to school in Toronto she needs a roommate I hate paying like over two grand a month to live by myself it'll work out it'll be good yeah i'm just gonna have like a little hot girl like year or so in toronto and then like while i'm there i'm gonna be saving up to buy a house in that's perfect because you'll be saving so much more money yeah well i want to live in like the bougiest freaking neighborhood right so so will it really make a difference then (laughs) (laughs) well like you know like if i like where where i'm looking stupid expensive and you guys haven't found a place then yeah we haven't found a fuck uh, God no! It's speaking of bougie areas, I'm in Burlington, Ontario. If you're looking for a realtor, Burlington, Ontario. Well, while we're at it, I'm in Hamilton, Ontario, and surrounding areas. And I'm in Brantford, Ontario, and Brant area in general, which includes Paris. <laughs> okay, cool. Call us if you uh, if you live if you there. Any, any <laughs> real need. estate needs? Yeah, give us a, give us a shout. <laughs> um, so anyway, Sharon, like, what's uh, what's your big thing for twenty twenty three? Um, so I'm really looking forward to really making a mark in the real estate industry. Uh, I kind of view myself as a very ambitious and entrepreneurial type of person, so very excited for that. I do have a wedding coming up. My brother is getting married in uh, July. So that's super exciting because it's like the first marriage in my household. So my parents are super excited. Uh, so are my siblings. So really looking forward to that. And another thing is looking to get a new place. So just kind of moving and new change. Lots of change I feel that's coming. Mm-hmm. And New beginnings. New beginnings essentially. Yeah. yeah. And I just look forward to all the new opportunities that I am certain will happen. Lots of good stuff. 25 turning 25 next year it's gonna be a really good year oh my god you're so old <laughs> <laughs> ew okay relax fun fact both of their birthdays are just one day apart yeah oh my god yeah, yeah. that's so cute of us Isn't that? and oh we can god, just have a so okay i'm i'm totally left out here we can have a joint birthday party yeah because we we're all cancers we are all cancers oh, we have to obviously. i was actually gonna mention that we should yeah. because we are cancers our birthdays are so close together yeah. there's no like point my birthday <laughs> <laughs> jill first always week needs of to july. be this extra special yeah first week of july yeah fine, fine. I'll, I'll concede that's fine <laughs> <laughs> we can do that it's cool we'll check sure. the calendar and see which whose birthday what falls closest to a weekend okay because yeah. we'll celebrate on the weekend anyways no, love okay. it love it maybe we'll invite you guys who knows do a yeah. little meet and greet i'm just kidding <laughs> you think <laughs> we're cool imagine? enough for a meet and greet no. get your head out of your ass <laughs> it's a joke guys don't uh, take me seriously yeah um. <laughs> okay <laughs> okay girl um i guess i'll also talk about 2023 what were we talking big things in 2023 things, yeah what are you looking forward to um i'm just I think like what we talked about earlier on kind of those goals and what you were talking about especially Sharon like with the past present future I'm always either in the past or like worrying about the past or freaking about what already happened and then constantly anxious about what's to come so I want to be in the in the present in the moment focusing on what I'm doing like actually doing things and not always feeling rushed i'm always feeling rushed and i feel like i'm not giving myself the time i need to take care of myself and put myself first so that is what i'm going to be focusing on this year 
Yeah. You were mentioning the other day you had a couple quotes that really resonated with you and I thought was really cool. Oh, yeah. They weren't actually coats. <laughs> they were from... <laughs> they weren't coats. They were jackets. <laughs> <laughs> they were... Oh, my God, Sharon. You're going to have to... <laughs> you and your, like, little sayings. I love them. Um, They were... One thing was from Shameless, funny enough. Um, I've only watched the American version, by the way, of Shameless. Have you seen the UK one? No, I... Oh, it's based it's on the UK one. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's like The Office. Yeah. I, I love some good UK television. I didn't know The Office out. was based on the UK. Yeah, I always yeah feel Ricky like, Gervais. No way. Mm-hmm. I always feel like the UK shows and movies are a bit better, but I haven't seen the UK They're version of better. Shameless. But yeah, um, when Lip was kind of recovering from being an addict and he was meeting with a new sponsor and he was talking about how he... She asked him what his issues are and everything he was talking about wasn't actually an issue that involved him he just kind of input himself into the situation and took on this these issues as his own and i feel like that's something i tend to do so um just kind of focusing on that and um focusing on fulfilling promises i make to myself like even little things if i say i want to wake up at this certain time i'll i gotta wake up at this certain time otherwise why do i wake up for other people super early in the morning or other um, commitments but I won't do it when it's just for myself um, so yeah just just kind of really resonating with that as well like that specific scene um, and that'll help me I think prioritize myself and be a better version of who I am in 2023 yeah that. yeah that's awesome like I think that's like so important to to like focus on yourself and like to stop burdening yourself with other people's bullshit you know like <laughs> Uh, I think like naturally like everyone wants to be there for their friends and family I know you guys are like both like very empathetic people and like you you take on a lot of everyone else's stuff but like it takes like such a big toll on you and it's it's just so important to just prioritize yourself not you know you can still be there for someone without absorbing it and letting their problems like negatively impact your life. So like being an empath then I have family members who go through this all the time who are extremely empathetic but all they do is absorb people's energies and emotions and things like that. And mm-hmm. it really takes a toll on them, like you were mentioning. And uh, I find that I used to be like that up until a certain point. Um, and it really used to affect my day to day. I just was so consumed by it. And sometimes I'd be really sad about things, upset or angry. And then I would just realize that it's because maybe so-and-so is venting about this or so-and-so about this. Um and it's just something you got to recognize and, and be able to move past with, essentially. And I, I feel like you're a really, really empathetic person, too. Yeah. And it's really difficult. Like, it's, it is. it's hard. Even to try to overcome that, like, setting boundaries, right? Like, mm-hmm. setting a boundary for myself. I can be there for people without taking on what they're saying to me. And yeah. also, um, I feel like setting boundaries is something that, will not only help me respect myself more it'll help me respect other people because if i'm constantly pushing my boundaries for other people and putting myself in situations where i feel overwhelmed stressed or like i don't have the energy for it that's kind of selfish in a way too because they're expecting my full attention me to actually enjoy it whereas subconsciously i'm blaming them for some sort of misery Mm -hmm, i'm taking on which is not fair to whoever i'm I'm with yeah. yeah it reminds me of this like concept that um i've talked to like my therapist about and like 
We love my therapist. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Jill's therapist. <laughs> um, but this like, concept of like radical acceptance where, um, you know, like you can't change what's going on. You can only like change, like you can only change how you like react about it. Right. Yeah. So like, like radically accepting, like this is the way things are. Like these people are going to like piss me off and vent to me and like they're going to dump all their trauma on me <laughs> like and but like applying it to like any like situation in your life right like like I can't change what has happened and I can't change what other people are going to do what I can change is how I let it affect me and how yeah. I act on it um and I think it just like it takes so much pressure off of you to, and like so much of that like stress and anxiety of like things are going to happen whatever like let it come I'll I'll act accordingly I love that. That's sort of what I think I guess was I was trying to describe in the last episode when we were discussing how we're not crying as much anymore mm. at cancers. We're mm-hmm. like crybabies, right? Sure. Um, I just will recognize an issue perhaps maybe I used to really cry about or be angry about and I look at it and I'm like, well, if it's already occurred, what can I do now? I'm just going to yeah. sit here and cry about it, waste time, or can I move on and learn from it and go on with my day or just kind of try to create a better situation out of it? Yeah. And even just understanding that learning from mistakes as well like if i do certain uh things a certain way say something the wrong way or anything like that i recognize it as just like a lesson essentially i try not to be too hard on myself and Mm -hmm. i think it's really valuable to be realistic with yourself but also being self-aware and gentle and kind so Mm -hmm. i i really like the way that you put that and your therapist is truly a genius she's so yeah. smart i love her we're yeah. best friends yeah. um which is <laughs> no we're not <laughs> in my fucking dreams right um but yeah no i just think it's like really important like that you know you you learn how to like frame your thoughts more positively and like not let um not let like outside influences yeah. that are completely out of your control like dictate your life right like you you can't control what other people are doing you can't control what's going on you can't control the weather like yeah take it in stride and you can only control how you act on it right so if you if you frame all of this like bullshit that's coming your way in a more positive light like 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 you what you said um you know like you've messed something up or someone fucked something up like whatever like take it as a learning experience how can i do better in the future how can i better myself later not oh my god like i can't believe this happened to me this is so brutal like you know like just if you kind of change your way of thinking like that a little bit like there's such a major positive impact on your life you'll see you'll and you'll attract different situations Mm -hmm. because your attitude towards them will be different like there's a lot of people that always think i have bad luck this is why these things are happening to me yeah whereas you got a shit attitude yeah (laughs) the total opposite of that can be i acknowledged that this happened i acknowledged that this doesn't make me feel the greatest but here's how I can avoid it next time or here's how I can improve it next time. Um, Kind of exactly what you were saying. So Mm -hmm. I feel like your outlook and your attitude towards things will really change what you're attracting because you're going to be seeing it in a different light. Yeah. And I think too, like a misconception is that like people just have these like thoughts in a positive way and they just pop up. But that's not always the case. Like sometimes your initial thought is shitty, but like you can catch it and like reframe it. Right. Like if you're, if you're, if you have like that negative thought pump up like pop up yeah. in your head like catch yourself and go okay like mm, maybe yeah. that's not true <laughs> you, you have to kind of almost like not react to it immediately you have to kind of like let it sizzle let it marinate yeah. a little bit <laughs> let it marinate like a good um, steak exactly you want to let it marinate for a little bit and see wait a second what what was that negative thought again oh like 
my hair looks bad today okay it's not that deep let me just go brush it like (laughs) i love you and you're like silly little goofy thing um yeah there's a lot a lot of things that i feel like people just immediately register these negative things and just react to it right away Yeah. yeah they don't let it sit a little bit and then recognize and reflect on what it really yeah. is and the root of the cause and sometimes like with lip and shameless when they're sitting there complaining about these certain things it's like well these aren't your problems maybe you're just absorbing it from somebody else and mm-hmm. you're just recognizing it as your own yeah if we yeah. just sit and reflect i think we were discussing that earlier the reflection is such a key part in any human's daily life that i think everybody should be doing Yeah, and I honestly, like what you just said is exactly what I've been doing lately and I've noticed already. I've been only actively applying it because the stuff we're talking about is so easy to talk about. It's so hard to apply in real life. So not being reactive. I can be extremely reactive. Something happens, I feel it, and I just want to react in the moment. But I've found now that if I just take a moment, like let it sit there, now when I'm approaching it, it's with a totally new outlook, with a totally new mindset like yeah, if so something rational right? yeah like oh my god yeah i used to be like that actually i really when i would get very angry i would react horribly and i find that now that i've matured a little bit and recognize that if i put a little bit of distance between myself and the situation i can completely calm down and be like wait a second it's really not yeah that big a deal and i don't need to react that way anymore mm-hmm. um and i find that that has helped so much with all of the relationships in my life and i think it's really important just in everyday life like even if you were to be in a situation where like a stranger approaches you and in, in such an alarming way i feel like you still need to be able to to react a certain way or yeah like there's yourself yeah and not, there's a rational way to do things yeah. and like that's a lot of the time your first thought is not the most rational it's like it's yeah. very reactionary right or it's like fight or flight like like whatever it is but like if you just like kind of take a second and you're like okay like i always do when i fight with like uh like my ryan uh when we get in fights i'd always um i'll blur that out again um but i like i recognize that like if i react in this moment i'm gonna be freaking crazy and i'd be like you know what give me like an hour or like five hours like leave me the hell alone let me like stew in my anger marinate. and then let me let it marinate let me chill out and let me think about this rationally because if i like if i give you an answer or respond when i'm this mad i'm just gonna be crazy and we're gonna get nowhere yeah <laughs> listen this is gonna sound super cheesy but <laughs> it is true time heals all it, really it does, does. Honestly. <laughs> it heals everything it really does <laughs> it truly does because it helps us come to our senses as yeah. humans we're bound to you know like act irrationally jump to these emotions act you know like just humans can be stupid sometimes and to be able to mm-hmm. have sometimes. those sometimes <laughs> i'm looking at you all the time oh, maybe oh don't get <laughs> sidetracked baby girl <laughs> um where were we again? I don't Sorry. know. <laughs> I have no idea. I got what's distracted going on. by Jill. This is turning into a different kind of homegirl yeah. <laughs> episode. Fill up Fatima, get out. <laughs> we need alone time. <laughs> um, but yeah, where was I? I think just to kind of piggyback on what I was discussing earlier, I wanted to talk a little bit more about Joe Dispenza and Becoming Supernatural, the book he wrote, uh, with the past, present, future, because I think this is sort of the topic we're on. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people when they discuss the past or think about the past they have um, anxiety and essentially why this happens and why this could potentially make you physically sick is because you 
are essentially in uh, your body's in survival mode if you're constantly replaying the past or living in the past thinking about the past so if you're thinking about a sad time your body's actually hormonally going to go through those emotions and it's not Mm -hmm. healthy to be recurringly feeling that it could cause like a domino effect of physical symptoms that could potentially lead to illness um you guys should read the book there's it's insane Girl, i can't read it's beautiful <laughs> but uh essentially he also talks about uh the future as well so he d- dives in deep a little bit with how the future isn't really necessarily a separate thing it's more so the present but at a later time and i think it's so interesting that a lot of people will worry about the future but realistically you're worrying about right now so if you're worrying about the future you're worrying about right now but at a later time and why would you worry about now but at a later time when you can focus on now and you can experience a better situation at a later time so it's interesting because it shifts your perspective and also makes you realize and recognize that you have so much power just as a human being with your thoughts and um your abilities to just be and resolve things on your own i think it's such a good book that everybody should read and i'll probably keep referencing it in every mm-hmm. single episode but i really thought i'd mention that because it really will shift your perspective i might just have to pick it up it might have to be one of my yeah. cuba reads <laughs> it's, um i really love it because it will discuss being able to like like not just manifest things but change your life biologically physically um neurologically it with just thoughts alone and it sounds kind of kooky but it really does break down the science of it and it it intertwines science and spirituality and all those things Mm -hmm. that can be applied to really anybody and it's very interesting and it can be applicable to anything yeah i i definitely like i said i'll definitely give that a read and i think that's what kind of life really like breaks down into it and just people who actually like even just seeing successful people they are always and successful not i I don't mean that like money even successful people that are successful in their relationships um in all aspects of life it's about mentality yes their biggest advice is always about mentality even like when you're in a relationship if something happens and you decide to move on you've got to move on otherwise if you're constantly putting yourself back in those um, moments where you felt at your like you felt your worst then what are you doing you're reliving that trauma you're bringing back all those feelings into today now you've ruined the future essentially with something that's happened from the past yeah so you've really got to learn to just be in the moment yeah mm-hmm. what's Definitely. happened has happened what is to come hasn't even happened occurred yeah, because what are you doing we can't now? plan you you're yeah. molding it yeah it's yeah true. like your actions right now are going to affect what your future looks like yeah. but like anything can happen you don't know your actions now are your future so why yeah. care about the future i mean you mm-hmm. should care about it but like <laughs> don't be so <laughs> a little bit. don't like yeah like it, it's not something it. to to stress about too yeah. much like things will come as they come and you can happen, oh, you can adjust you know you can always deal with as it as it should yeah blissfully if you focus on on right now which is so beautiful mm-hmm. okay even though we said we're not going to talk about the future or worry about the future too much I think we should touch base on um, some of the latest real estate controversial topics. You can even mm-hmm. call them, um, especially with Doug Ford's um, new take on bylaws and the green belt. Yeah, definitely. Like, so basically, like, you know, our, our boy Dougie Ford over at uh, <laughs> Queens Park there. Um, 
I guess he's introducing this new bill that's coming into effect. I think it's June of 2023, but like, don't quote me on the shit. <laughs> um, but basically, it's going to allow people to circumvent municipal bylaws around um, uh, like duplexing and triplexing their house. <laughs> that, was <so> <laughs> that was cute. Really <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm brain dead. Um, so, <laughs> so um, you know, like I think that's like a really like positive development, right? Like duplexing and triplexing is such a good thing like especially amongst our current housing crisis like a it's like creating homes for people like awesome b it's supplementing your mortgage payments with rental income um on your current houses and c like it's you can bypass all of the bullshit like um uh, what like the bureaucratic stuff (laughs) sorry what my brain like tries to be a person um but uh you know like it's always been such a detrimental process because you have to apply for these like costly permits and then like they could deny them after you pay for it and like um and there's like just these like bureaucratic hoops right so they're they're kind of canning that and as long as you can um comply with like the building code you're good to go like i think it's awesome and that'll actually create safer safer homes for people Mm -hmm. the people that are renting right like not having someone who's thinking about duplex and triplex and it could be very overwhelming to think about potentially paying for a permit that's not going to go through thinking oh this is going to take forever let me just cut some corners there's there that does happen right dangerous yeah so Mm -hmm. like let me find a loophole instead um whereas now it can be pretty straightforward and what will that result in it'll result in a faster process for homes to be created for for those for those new immigrants coming for even just our population now yeah needs it um and it'll be like a, like i said earlier a safer place for creating safer homes for everybody yeah i think it's actually awesome so i i think i've mentioned to you guys i'm looking at buying a house in the next like year and a half probably uh, but my best friend and her boyfriend like we kind of like sat down and we're like okay like let's do this together and that's like our plan like honestly this legislation is kind of pushing us because we've been for the longest time like holy crap like i'm 23 she's 23 her boyfriend's 24 we're like how are we ever going to afford houses like that's our goal um we want to be property owners and i was talking to my best friend about this legislation and um and she's like why don't we just buy a house and we duplex it ourselves and then we can all like you know the three of us can live there like and I'm like, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like now that you don't have to go through like the additional like expensive lengthy process to get that done. Like why not? Like it'll be so much easier for us to get approved for a mortgage and like get a down payment together. Yeah. Um, the Her boyfriend and like our family and stuff, like they work in like trades that can help us. Yeah. Like why not? And then, you know, after we've gotten like our, our use out of it in a few years, like we can sell it, we can rent out the units, like endless like you know there's so many possibilities for us but we're like oh my god like why didn't we (laughs) think of this sooner like it's so good it's interesting too because um another benefit too is despite the market in regards to buying a house the prices are a little lower than usual the leasing market is actually pretty crazy the yeah it's prices are insane so i believe it'll also benefit people looking to lease and because there's going to be a lot more inventory. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's a huge pro too because there's a lot of people who may not be able to afford a home now, but will be able to afford um, a, a more affordable lease essentially. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, like once there's more inventory, costs will 
level out right like yeah. to the point where it's still beneficial for a landlord but it's yeah. possible yeah. for it's possible a for human being <laughs> exactly yeah I no think i think awesome. a huge benefit i mean there's a lot of pros but yeah there is still cons to this yeah. in regards to the green belt yeah so that's the other part of of uh big dougie's plan there um essentially um he wants to give up part of the green belt for development to help with the housing crisis um and what they've said is they're going to do like an environmental trade-off so other areas that maybe aren't protected they're going to protect instead um obviously like there's not like a ton of information that like we have on this but like it could be pretty devastating for some areas like ecologically um but very beneficial like beneficial like economically and housing crisis wise right like there's yeah there's like so many pros and cons but i think we were discussing this earlier where we essentially because like we don't believe the government really should make a decision like this it should be something that's part of the community that yeah like it's you know like a a town hall on this would be nice or something with more information on it because essentially for anyone to really have an opinion on this you really have to be making an informed decision with more information on it it's Mm -hmm. kind of like some broad news that has come on yeah and um you know i think like the majority of people our age are pretty like pro environment (laughs) you know like we want to we want to preserve as much as we can and um you know like older people it's not a priority for them like it it never has been right it's like the environmental movement is something that like really like came in strong strong like in our youth and our adolescence and like people who started hearing about global warming in their like like 50s 60s they don't don't care about it like it doesn't affect them right they're gonna die before anything like as harsh as that but it's true like like, oh 20 something something that's gonna happen versus i'll be in the ground yeah Yeah. realistically yeah versus like you know we're like we're young right and like we are inheriting this earth and we're leaving it for the next generation like we like we're gonna actually experience the devastating effects of climate change if nothing happens Mm -hmm. right so i feel like there's such a a bigger push in our age group and like our demographic to preserve it right so like that's where this like controversy comes from like okay like you're gonna protect a little bit more of the like you're gonna add an area to protect in the green belt but like the biodiversity along the green belt like it, yeah. it's varied right like how devastating would it be how much of an impact would it be if yeah. you give up this section especially for for so long and then eventually like if this continues to happen like what are the limits we don't know yeah and yeah. there's only so much areas that you can do this yeah with, right I, th- I think that's the thing too like what are the limits yeah. where does this stop and yeah. what precedent does it set for the future yeah exactly and i think also it can come off as like a short-term solution right it's, yeah. it's like a band-aid solution which band-aid solutions they never really work no um so we gotta really like you mentioned we it has to be brought up to the community it has to be discussed more openly it has to be thoroughly understood. and yeah and it has to be evaluated like it can't be a rushed decision for something like that they definitely need actual data they need to do some uh studies on this they need to be able to uh get some surveys done things like that there needs to be a lot more research done before they can actually proceed at least research that we can see maybe they've already done it but there's not much released to the public yeah where we can actually have like a good informed decision um i mean not that we're making it but the community definitely needs to be a part of it well i think like the the thing is there like it's so controversial especially in i think like the climate right now like 
uh, like the political climate, I mean, is like very much like pro-conservation, pro like let's do something about climate change. Like let's, you know, like let's make a positive impact. Let's stop. And then this is really contradictory to it. Yeah. Right. So I think it's something that they kind of want to slip in and sneak <laughs> by us. Right. Yeah. Cause they want to get it done. It would, it would cause certain, or it would solve certain problems, problems but yeah. at what cost? That's all it comes down to. Right. At what cost? And I like, I know like personally, I think it'd be a shame to see the green belt developed I anywhere. There was a, it's an interesting timing for it too, with the both mm-hmm. of the, those announcements. Yeah. Yeah. He's timing. like, Hey, we're going to give you guys this win, but then we're going to sneak this away from you really yes, quick. Like, exactly. so it's, Little shady Dougie. It's shady and he thinks it's a bit of a trade off, but yeah. It's I don't know. At what cost, really? And I'd I'd love the I'd love a response. (laughs) (laughs) Well, even adding but well, moving on actually to something maybe less controversial, but still something that'll impact I think everybody. Because I um interest rates, yeah, interest rates with the Bank of Canada uh releasing the schedule for twenty twenty three. Um we have the dates for you guys and we'll add them to our Instagram and Facebook page. Um, now, whether it's going to be increases or decreases at these set dates is not something any of us know. We wish we had, what do you call it? A clairvoyance? A, <laughs> a look into the future to see what's going to happen. Like, yes, I know already. Our, our, our Sharon is very speci- spiritual. <laughs> um, so she'll, she'll let us spatial. know. <laughs> <laughs> fucking right um, you are. But it'll be uh, quite relevant for really anyone, even if you are not a homeowner yet, to kind of keep tabs yeah. on just to stay relevant in the market and just to be able to to see what's going on and what's yeah. up right and whether you're you this 2023 you're looking into your mortgage renewal you're thinking about refinancing you're thinking about purchasing selling it's it's going to impact all of us essentially mm-hmm. yeah so we'll have a post up on our instagram like yeah. you said yeah. we'll and link it for you guys um and as always there's going to be market updates and real estate related stuff and you know pictures of our kitty cats and our puppies yeah. and stuff like that all over our instagram so you can always check it to keep uh, up to date on what's going on in the market here yeah. yeah and sometimes we do do events so you can keep tabs on that and we'll let you know when an announcement comes out yeah and we'll have a bit more into our lives as well so yeah. you can see a little bit of everything yeah so um thanks for listening or watching or whatever you're doing wherever, <laughs> wherever you're tuning you in from <laughs> um and uh, we'll talk to you guys next time see ya bye thanks guys bye Thank you.